Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast, where I am very mad at Marty right now because he's making fun of my sandwich I had for supper. It's what? a weird sandwich, man. No, it's not. It was totally yeah, normal. from a dude who does eat weird shit sometimes. Yeah, I bet you if we polled everybody that listened to us, <laughs> they would not think that sandwich is weird at all. I, well, well, okay, first of all, what was wrong with my sandwich I had for supper? Well, it's just, it's just the combination of, of contents, uh, all of which I enjoy. Yeah. But What's I, po- I don't know You put them all together. in one. They all go in your stomach anyway, and they all right, turn into right, one. Right, right. <laughs> but there, there's something to be said about how they pass through the doorway to get there. <laughs> uh, I, I am intrigued, and at some point we'll try it, let's be honest. When you like, get drunk okay. sometimes, you're like, I'm going to do a Rob, man. Right. <laughs> I need to go to the store right now. Give me some DoorDash. Give me some <laughs> shit here. What do you need? Salami. <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> that sounds everything like the beginning of a I, bad porn. There. Right, right, right. I think everything else I've probably actually got at my house. But. Well, if anybody's wondering, the sandwich I had, which I eat quite often. I mean, seriously. Regularly. Yeah, I eat this regularly. And I'm trying to figure out why my shit stinks. I just figured it out <laughs> why. But, no, I eat a sandwich that's peanut butter, mustard, cotto salami, and cheese. The only thing it was missing from the original sandwich that I make is Dill pickles, sliced pickles. It's just so weird altogether. I mean, and it's like actually I said, really good. Like I said, I'm, I'm someone who was fucked up one time, and I was like, oh, I need a sandwich, but I need something more than peanut butter, and threw like chopped up some cheddar on it, and it's actually really good. But again, I can't convince people to eat that. So I mean, I I, I get where you're coming from, but it's such an odd combination. But you if I don't have cotto salami, it's just straight up. Take a one slice of bread. Right. It has to be creamy peanut butter, not the chunky shit that hurts. Yeah, no, no, no. But you have the creamy peanut butter, and you just put a layer of that on, and you just put like right. a couple squirts, of, like a couple lines of mayonnaise, I mean mustard down on it, yeah. fold it up and eat it. This fucking shit's the bomb, man. Is he, I mean, I, I've, been, uh, I've been caught by food like this before. In high school, uh, one of my best friends at the time, I was hanging out at his house, and we were uh, watching movies. like, oh, I'm going to go get something to eat. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Comes down, swear to fucking God, with... Like cross cut slabs of of just straight up like yellow onion, Ooh. with yellow mustard and salt and pepper on it. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you've never eaten this." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I've had all those things." <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, it's really good." I'm like, "Here," and he's a weird motherfucker anyway. I mean, he really was, I and mean, I love him to death. But he's a weird. Is that fucker. Aaron? No, it was, I didn't know Aaron back then. Oh. He's younger than me. His wife's oh. a a uh, cradle robber. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> which I shouldn't shouldn't be mean because she's actually got COVID this week, which I think is probably going to kill her D and D for Friday night too. But wow. nonetheless, but I, I I I'm like okay, just give me one of them, I'll try it. Yeah, no, dude, it's it was pretty fucking good, dude. It just straight up onion slices, yellow mustard, like Plotchman's French's yellow mustard, whichever, and some salt and pepper on it. It was pretty killer. I mean, you're not going to be making out with girls after that because you've just literally eaten half a goddamn onion. But it was actually really good, man. It, that that tang with the uh, onion. So, I mean, I, I can't completely shit on your sandwich because I haven't tried it. See, but there's people out there that complain when I put salt on watermelon. All right, emails anybody who puts salt on watermelon. It makes it taste a lot juicier, and it just it's just better. Yeah, see, I've, I've seen people do that. The one that, that's popped up recently that I need to try. Mustard and... Uh, watermelon? Uh, no, no, no. Actually putting, like, uh, cinnamon or a little chili powder on it. On what? On watermelon. Fuck that. Yeah, I was like, oh. I, I don't, don't even, even like, like cinnamon rolls, man. dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And some weird people out there, too, and you know who I'm talking about. He lives in Aberdeen. He eats chili with cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. no what the I, fuck I, is I wrong with you people? That. That's what I, they did in school when we went to school down here. It was always uh, I mean, We never had chili. chili. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, so. here in town, man, we had uh, chili, and you always had a big cinnamon roll with it, and it just kind of became a thing. I don't do it at home because fucking cinnamon rolls seem like a lot of work, you know, even just the, you know, the Just grains. going out and buying them? Right, you know, it's, <laughs> it's more effort than I want to put into it. And let's be honest, I eat enough chili, it's like I really don't need a fucking cinnamon roll on top of that. Welcome, everybody, to National Food Talk Day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll eventually get on topic food, here. Foodies welcome. Uh, yeah. And I also got uh, one bitch, I had... This bean and bacon, it's like you know the red can stuff. Heart, it's supposed oh. to be hearty bean and bacon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to change the name of that to hearty bean and carrots. There was oh. one fucking uh, the carrots like were huge and they're still hard. Ugh. 
Yeah. Was that like the, the Campbell's one? Or? Yeah, the, the chunky Campbell's. Right, yeah. But it was like the carrots are still hard. I'm like, how can the fucking you still be hard? Because you know wow. they're covered in like 89% preservatives and oh, been yeah. that can for like two years already before we God even get bless it. Them. But yeah, usually like with those soups, the, the condensed ones or even the ready-to-eat ones. It's ready-to-eat. You just put it in a bowl yeah, and microwave Because they've already cooked them up in big batch. Yeah, them carrots were and hard as hell. Uh, so, it makes me wonder if someone's like, "Oh fuck, we forgot carrots!" and just like threw whole baby carrots into it at the end. Oh, no, of the they batch. were they were chunked up, but they're really? like big chunks and a lot of them. I like, never... All I did was because you know, like carrots can have that overpowering oh, yeah. taste. That's all I tasted. Oh, that's awful. I, that's just that's why I had to go to my old faithful, my peanut butter, mustard, cottage right. limey cheese sandwich. That is really disappointing, man. Because I, I like bean and bacon soup. I, I do too. And, and to get one that's that awful, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like carrots, but. There's a time and a place for carrots, and raw carrots and might be in bacon soup is not what I'm looking for yeah. when I'm getting chunks. No, you know, I, I want chunks in my chunky soup, but not in my fucking peanut butter. Let's <laughs> let's put that line right there. Uh, chunky peanut butter. Jesus. So we'll tell these fine. Okay, well, folks, we'll stop talking about food now. Well, we might get back on it because I'm still a little butthurt about him making fun of my sandwich. Right, right. Even my wife said that's disgusting. I couldn't even get my child to eat it. It's like, eh, what is that? Well, we're gonna get off that. Okay, what are we gonna talk about this week, Marty? Oh man, that's uh, that's that's you really can't go anywhere from there. So that's uh, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, yeah, you guys okay. Have a, good week. have a good night, guys. I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> we, we're actually going to touch into a couple of. Uh, well, I think this week we're going to kind of hit into the background of a couple of bigger. Uh, conspiracy theory groups out there. Yeah. Uh, not the groups that discuss conspiracies, but. A couple of groups that a lot of conspiracies have rolled up around, around. basically have sprouted from these two things. Just tell them what they were. Just tell them what you're going to talk about. (laughs) Trying to be all fancified and mysterious. We are going to be discussing the Bilderberg Group and the The Rothschild family. Yep. Uh, Which is actually super interesting when I started looking into kind of like their background and that. But yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff really tied into these. Uh, and, and like some of them, like with the Rothschilds, it's, it's a family that's been around so long. They were back when dinosaurs were fucking people. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to start picking out fact from, from bullshit. Because there's actually claims of it being related like Charlemagne and back there's there. It's like with them blue bloods, as you would call them, I would think, or black nobility. Well, actually black nobility is a little bit different. Right, right, right. Because it's not about African Americans; it's actually about the original yeah. royalty. We'll get into them probably next week. Yeah, but they're like saying, "Well, we have all the way back to King Arthur or Charlemagne." Yeah, I mean, they're they are the epitome of old money in in their time, and even now, depending on who you want to listen to, how much power they still hold. None. That's what they want us to believe. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> man. But yeah, no, uh, super interesting actually. Uh, the, the modern Rothschild family that we know of is actually a Jewish family from Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, they rose in status due to the, uh, I don't know if it'd be political, but more business and political machinations of the head of the household at that time, which was uh, Mayor Amschal Rothschild. And he was a court factor, basically the court Jew at the time. This He, he kind of came to prominence back in like 1760s. They were referred to as a court factor or court Jew, and what they would do is they would actually take care of the uh, finances in in a, a royal family and dealing with dukes and that. Uh, they would actually be able to, because of a lot of their connections with family and over time, they could get basically the people they were working for, they could get them uh, money lending, uh, food brought in if they needed it, weapons, Whatever they were looking for. So basically, he was an arms <laughs> dealer. Uh, kind of. That's what it kind yeah. of sounds I mean, like to me. They, they kind of dealt with anything they could get their hands on. The odd thing is that they came in Frankfurt. It was the, the free city of Frankfurt, which was at that time part of the Roman Catholic Empire. And not yeah. to be offensive to my Catholic friends out there. But Catholics are masters of getting around loopholes in their own bullshit. Well, technically, that's we're going we're to talk more about them, but the Catholics, basically, their whole religion, nothing is Catholic. I have right. in-laws that are Catholic. Yeah, this is, we're not bashing are anybody. Remember saying their whole religion is based on sun worship. Oh, yeah. That's where it it's, boils down to. Right. Let's not be kidding about it. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. 
But but they pretty much had control of a lot of the areas in Europe at that time. Well, to use an usury was illegal for someone in the Roman church. So all of these royals and that could not use that. An usury, what that is, is the the act of money lending and borrowing to someone else where you would make a profit is illegal for them to do. But if you hire the Jewish, they're not Roman Catholic and they can do that for you and that's okay. And that's basically oh, what Lord. these Yeah, that's what these court <laughs> factors were. Is they hired Basically these, they were the first attempt at lawyers. Yeah, basically. No, I mean, yeah, lawyers, they were lawyers to, yeah. to an extent. But yeah, they they would get through there and a lot of these guys uh they would get money from it they would also get a lot of perks because you got to understand the jewish people through history have walked a very fine line in places because a lot of these places even the roman catholic uh empire would turn on them on a dime if it suited them. oh yeah they would but these guys would get special little perks some of them would get to keep their money some of them even would get titles at which point they really kind of got left alone more because they'd proved that, hey, we're really good at what we're doing. We can keep our mouth shut when we need to. We get you what you need. And uh, he actually is one of them that did end up getting a title. Uh, Mayor did. But some of them, the downside on that, if you were, say, a duke had hired you and he ends up dying and some of the other royals in that area did not like you, you're they could basically take all your shit. And kick you out of the area. Because, well, you're not Roman Catholic Empire. You're just a dirty Monday launderer. You need to get the hell out of here. Yep. And they could take Leave you us all your money, but get the hell out yeah. of the country. It, it was a really fine line these guys had to walk down. And it's incredible. The ones who did make it is pretty pretty impressive, some of the shit that they had to do. Oh, yeah. Then you got, yeah, because back in them days, like, if everybody was out of favor with the king or whatever, it's like, yep. boop, you're gone. And a lot of that even... When you get into some of, like, England and some of those places, they were their own sovereign place, but they still were very dependent on the Roman Catholic Church for financing, backing, and wars, everything else. A lot of them are interconnected. Oh, yeah. They say, I mean, you, you can go back to even, say, like, the Three Musketeers, and that's the core of that, was the, the Cardinal Richelieu is trying to control the who's money. in charge in yep. France. I mean, and that's a lot of what happened. They had their fingers into every bit of politics. Yeah, then you have certain things like the Knights Templars right. kicked in there. There's so many stuff that's... Oh, yeah, intermingled. It is, there is such a knot of the string there. The only yeah. way you can get through it is if you cut through it and just oh, say, yeah. screw it, oh, this, and went, this is it. I think a lot of that stuff, it intertwines into all of these things. Yeah. Especially when you get into older stuff, you go all the way back to, say, Priory of Sion, uh, the Knights Templar, all interconnected politically and religiously through a bunch of these other groups that... They pop in and out of Masons, all these other groups. Mm -hmm. There are ties to all of it in there. How much of it's true, I have no idea. But there's enough things in there where people have gone, mm, eh, It's not coincidence anymore. Mm, weird. <laughs> Why is there a Knights Templar cross on Oreo? What's Nabisco got going on? And that is actually something that's out there. Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. just crazy. But uh, Just like the Nike symbol is actually oh, yeah. the symbol for um, uh, Diane? Uh, what symbol of the Greek goddess? One of the Greeks. Yeah. Uh, Even Nike's a freaking Greek oh, name. Yeah, man. Of a god. No, it's absolutely crazy. But uh, no, getting back to uh, Mayor Rothschild, he actually established his full banking industry in the 1760s. He was actually had enough money that he could uh, grant his wealth on to his five children. Who would then go on to have their own branches, branches of banks in London, Paris, Frankfurt, Vienna, and Naples. Basically the five massive European centers of the time. So this is early 1800s. They yeah, so were they're, the they're, they're in the major metropolitan areas. Oh yeah, they were the places to be. Yep. And they made a killing. They were at one point, they were the single richest private monetary group in the world uh, not counting not going against other banks but they themselves as a family were the largest privately owned <laughs> chunk of finance in the world well, that was mid 1800s well no you know they can let that go it. oh no and, and that's why some of that 
Uh, yeah, it was 19th century. The private fortune, largest private fortune in the world that wasn't tied to a country was just theirs. Now, most records show their wealth has declined in the 20th century. Bullshit. I have to call bullshit to you. I mean, just... Now, now I know a lot of the, the excuses have been that well, we've got all these descendants and all that money's been divided down through these descendants who still hold your name, and I don't believe any... I got, I got one thing I want to point out about that. Everybody's like, you got... I'm going to use Kennedy's yeah. as a name. They're always in the fucking news when, oh, yeah. when they're alive. Right. Have you in the last 10 years heard the mentions of the Rothschilds in the news? Not one damn peep, mm-hmm. because them fuckers are smart. Oh, and yeah. they're they they do enough various things, probably, but they're like, yeah, we don't want to be in the news. If you do, we're going to kill you. Yep. Well, like <laughs> I said, it, it's a family that is as crafty as they've been with their money. You've been doing money handling for hundreds, I mean, literally a few Centuries. hundred years at this point. Yeah. Yeah, are they really that dumb where they're just going to, like, piss it all down the family tree? No, man. No. I, I can't believe that they haven't learned. They were the, the originators of a lot of these banking plans. How do you think I the mob came about? They probably got their ideas from them guys. Right? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things they've said. They've divided amongst all the descendants, and the money's been diluted down. And on paper, yeah, their overall wealth is not in the news or newsworthy compared to those. I think it's all their other stuff that they've got diversified and stuff that they have hidden. Okay, first of all, if you're looking at books, they know how to cook books. Oh my god! Oh yeah. yeah even from the history of what they were—that's what they were doing originally yeah. in that back in the night, whatever, whatever yep. you want to call it, medieval times. Yep. They were cooking the books. Yeah. So you know that's like second nature to them. It's it's, yeah. it's embedded in their DNA. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I know the newer ones—they've got money spread through financial services, real estate, mining, egg, the energy business. Uh, I, everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they've got their fingers into everything. And that's the stuff that's public knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, I really find it really hard to believe that a family that long in the money business has piddled away their entire fortune down to just be like, well, we still got all this stuff, but we're not very rich or powerful anymore. Yeah, that's like I said before earlier, a couple minutes ago. I'm like, you don't ever hear Rothschilds yeah. ever mentioned like on Entertainment Tonight or yeah. CBS, ABC, NBC, uh, uh, or any of the news affiliates. They're here about Rothschilds ever. Occasionally, you'll, you'll see like a, a in a gossip glammy thing where one of the great great grandkids gets married to some obscure you know Bavarian pop star, and they'll have like a little blurb story here, but nothing over what they've really got for money. I just. To me, it's impossible to believe that they would be as broke as they are. It's much easier to believe that if you, you know, obfuscate and hide what you've got sitting there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have, Jesus, we have politicians, entertainers, everything now that are very good at, at putting shit into offshore bank accounts and finding loopholes around paying tax. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. But these are the guys that created and, it. Yeah, these are the guys who, you know, kind of... I won't say invented it, but man, they fine tuned that shit. <laughs> you you got to understand these, these people. I, uh, some of the stuff that goes around with them is that they are kingmakers. Yes, basically, they've been involved with getting into uh, deciding wars, everything else, and for and it's hard to argue that because we do have facts of times they have the Napoleonic War. They put their money behind Britain. Yep. And just frankly overwhelmed the finances and the abilities of Napoleon, and it helped lead to them making more down Napoleon. Yeah, and also too, when like the money that we we're talking, like the Rockefeller Rothschilds, are supposed to be really big in cahoots with the Illuminati. Yes, and the Illuminati—it's the one that backed Britain and that where yep. they're supposed to be part of. But supposedly the Illuminati is done for, which I believe. I don't. I believe the Illuminati is just like a pop thing we use like yes. now for like the creep factor. But the Illuminati no longer exists. They just changed names into something else. Yes. They, they, I, I think. I think like like these guys' portfolio, they've diversified into other things, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, I like to think of it as the early 90s Area 51, yep. where, where yeah, there was probably stuff going on. At this point, it's become so well-known 
they're making balloon animals and having idiots come out and photograph it thinking they're seeing something. Yeah, they've they already just, moved that They shit. get people to fly in the Janus Airlines. Yeah. Just, you're getting your flight time and just fly out here, stay yeah. for a couple hours, fly back. Yeah, it's. I, I think there is still government stuff that goes on there. But all of they're the, trying to keep all the nuclear waste and right, all the waste you know, from their projects are yeah, get this kind of in the ground. All the black ops stuff has been moved years ago. Oh as, yeah, as soon as oh geez, excuse me, as soon as uh, popular the, science pretty the, much the spotlight was thrown yeah. onto it and people actually started going oh maybe yeah. maybe they went oh, okay we're done yeah <laughs> let's make Area Fifty Two over here and we're just not going to yeah. call it Area Fifty Two and we're just going to leave we're just going to go yeah we're going to we're going to dig into this mountain to be done with it oh yeah man. It's, but like also too, like you said, there's kink makers. There's also another group out there that I looked up, the Bilderbergs. Yeah, they are supposedly the big time. They're like, I never met saw any mention of the Rothschilds being involved with them, but I'm pretty sure they got their hand in hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they've they've had their their fair. Oh yeah. Speak in there because actually the Bilderberg group, basically all the stuff I pulled just from Wikipedia. Yeah. There's like. Where else are you going to get? There's a. I did read one article about supposedly this lady snuck in reporter. She was oh. the first one ever. I'm like, yeah, that's ah, pretty blasé. You know what I'm saying it's like, yeah, okay, you got to go through a shitty hallway to get that smelled like pee and all that. Right, right. But the build some. I don't know, dude. Some of those things like that. It's like, is that being thrown out there to you know throw the scent off somewhere else? Yeah, you know what I mean. Make it sound boring so people are less interested. Because the Bilderbergers actually got their start back in 1954 is when the yep. first one was publicly acknowledged or knew about it. Yeah. And the Bilderberger group is just like a group of like 100 to 120 people that go into a meeting in this fancy motel or wherever they chose and foster goodwill and hope. Right. For they, they hang out for a weekend. Yep, and they just and talk about good things they want to do about, with the world. Yep, t- talk about all the advances they can make for everyone. And yep, not make any money off it. But no, either way, no, okay, let's be honest here, being sarcastic, folks. Right. But um, they started off, and, like, they got their – no one actually knows what the name of this group is. No. The name of the group got – the Bilderberg, Bilderberger group got its name from the hotel they stayed at. Yep. That's where this all came from. No one knows who these people are that decided, all right, we're going to invite all these heads of countries from different countries. The original plan was, supposedly they put out, was to foster better, actual better communication between America and the European countries. Because it was just like 1954, would have been after World War II. After World War II, going into Korea, basically. But they are just trying to foster like better agreements and all that. But I think it changed <laughs> yeah I, I i honestly believe that is probably the original intention uh but when you come to to modern era even from 70s and 80s we already have gigantic summits where everybody from europe and everywhere comes together why mm-hmm. would we need a secret one especially when you start inviting heads of business to yeah because you know, this is what throws you off because here's some of the rules when you go to this meeting there's like two major rules the first one is no aides or spouses are allowed and if you do let's say you have a head of state and he needs security they're not allowed to be at any of the conference when the big wigs are talking they have to eat separate and basically they're not anywhere around the person they're supposed to be attacking protecting at all no no they're down in a utility room in in the lower level yep eating peanut butter cotto salami sandwiches yeah that that seems european yes (laughs) you're gonna try to sell it as a fancy sandwich it's a fancy sandwich (laughs) Then they also, the only other rule they have is the Chatham House rules. Uh, this means that what is stays in what you do in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right. Basically, you can talk as frank as you want to be, yep. and it's not going to leave the room you're in. Yeah, it's like when you got your best friend and you places. tell him you're going to fuck him in the ass, right. and you can't tell anybody else. Yeah, and they're cool with it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's what, them are two rules. I'm like, if it was such a nice group to foster hope and yeah, right. all this stuff, you think you'd let, all right, this is what we talked about. Yeah. But they talk about everything from, like, it's really weird because I'll just use this for an example. Bill Clinton was a governor at the time. He got yep. invited to it. Yeah. Next year, he was president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Well, and Barack weird. Obama supposedly was there, too. Yes. Before he was president and after but he was president. He, he's also a president who got a Nobel Peace Prize before he was even in office or did anything. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh. Like, like I said, it's it's a lot of political, but they've also started pulling in, from what I've seen, uh, a lot of big industry guys, uh, heads of tech get pulled into this. 
I'm not worried about the tech guys. I'm more worried about. Oh. I'm more worried about like the media people. Like mm. they have heads of CBS, oh, CNN, yeah. all going there, and I'm yep. like, and they're like, you know, they're propagating what they want. Oh, it's like, God, hey, yeah. this is what you're going to put out this year because the scary whole thing about this is it's a club. Basically, I looked it up. This is a club you're invited. You no matter how much if you if you're a trillionaire, you can't buy your way into this club. No, they you have to be invited. They don't give a fuck who you are. Yep. Yeah, Unless is, they can get something out of you. Yep. Yeah, there there is a purpose for you being there. Either, and I would say some of them say like uh, Bill Clinton coming in when he was still governor. This mm-hmm. was you know. Well, we all know serious. Bill Clinton reason because he was making a lot of money on the side. Oh yeah, he was yeah. doing all that coke. Tra- he was doing drug he trades was doing and a that. lot of stuff. Yeah, man. him and but Hillary. I mean, you you got to look at it there again. I think it's something they needed him. They knew they were going to push him to be president. Because then they have someone in power that they can use. That mm-hmm. is why those people get pulled in there. Even, I think some of them, probably like Bill Clinton, think that, hey, I'm a big wheeler dealer. You're not. You're a pawn. Yeah, you're now, a little honestly, in a group tank like full that, of sharks. Yeah, you've been brought in there unknowingly that you're the one who's being played. You think you're a big shot, but they will tear you apart if they need to. That's just mm-hmm. how it's going to work. Because I want to know, like like I said before, you, you have to be chosen. And these people are chosen by a committee called the Steering Committee. Yeah. I want to know who the hell is on that committee. But I, don't care just, who, I don't care who goes to the fucking meeting. Right, right. I want to know who's actually doing the choosing. They're yeah, the people that we need to know about. Who's doing the, the literal steering? I yeah. Mean, that, that's the thing. Because steering is a, mean you're going to steer. Yes. You can't steering. take it any other way. No, it, that, that's, it's a literal. There's only one thing when you're steering. You are choosing a direction, whether that be society, the world, media, whatever you're choosing. You're being called the steering committee for a goddamn reason, man. It's well, called the steering like, wheel for a reason. You know? But okay, it's kind of hard now because everybody, like, whatever, they have them every year. And yep. for somehow odd reason, for as secretive group as they are, they find out where they're at. I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. Because they usually are fancy hotels, and it's like, how do the? No offense, if I was to be part of that, I'd be like, we're gonna go have it in Nepal. Right. Yeah, we're gonna say it's gonna be Nepal, and we all go have it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's the other thing, and I think that does play in sometimes with the conspiracy. There's just enough being seen. How much of what we're seeing is not a smoke screen. smoke and mirror and yep. bullshit to be like, well, let them go over there, watch the people, film them, walk into the building. Because you do every year have video footage of, of you know these big people walking. Into but it's this no, it's not really big people. If you look at it, no. But, but I mean the the people that they're choosing. Yeah, but like you look at it, like supposedly Bill Gates been got called oh, up a couple yep. times, but. He's never been photographed going into a motel, but you have all these other people right. from, like, foreign dignitaries. Yep. I'm like, so that makes me also think that they're not holding it in the place where everybody thinks they're holding right. it. Yeah, and, and, and when you have that kind of money and that kind of pull, you can pull the strings wherever you want. You can mm-hmm. throw this vehicle over there, make somebody rushed in, and you can't really get a clean shot of who that is. Or you'd bring somebody uh, rich and powerful and, like, yeah. in a Yugo. Right, right. <laughs> and you sneak them back through here, man. But yeah, you can make it look like whoever you want is coming into that building. Yeah, and, like, and every country has it. Like, America has held it, uh, my list here says 11 times, the most current one being 2017. Yeah. And the one I find interesting, it was in 1976, it was supposed to be in America, but it didn't happen. They didn't have one in 76. Really? Our, I was trying to figure out. I didn't get time. I ran out of time to see what all went to happen in that year. I say, well, that was our, our, what, bicentennial, too. Yeah. 1976. Yep. Because like the a Group time. Conference was planned for the April at the Homestead, Hot Spring, Virginia, United in the United States. Due to ongoing Lockheed scandal volume, Prince Bernard, it was canceled. Hmm. Fucking never heard of a Lockheed scandal. I'm not yeah, that intelligent either. That. Yeah. <laughs> Some of this, I didn't get it to that oh. point. Because right. I went down a totally different fucking route. Right, right. <laughs> well, see, the one thing that, that makes me kind of wonder, too, is 54 when it started? Or yes. did it actually happen before? you got to also understand, around 54 is also when we started having a little more widespread TV camera coverage of mm-hmm. things. Was it going on before this? Oh, I'll guarantee it was. You know what I mean? It, it, they've it, just had to change up their optics on it since yeah. people are now watching it. That's why you have all the media people there. If you, right. look, if you look at the list of people, actually, 
can you name somebody from South Dakota that's been there? That's a, Did Brokaw go? Nope. <laughs> really? No. Tom Daschle. Oh, shit, yeah. He was yeah, actually right. there. Tom that's Daschle right. from South Dakota. And I looked, yeah, I, I actually focused that. on that because we are from South Dakota. I'm like, right. oh, okay, yeah, Tom Daschle. I, I'm not Democrat, Republican, right. whatever. We're not going down that road. But I looked up. You know what he does? He's 73 years old. Do you yeah. know what he's doing now? No, I have no idea. He is working for one of the top-rated law firm, law firm and lobbyist. Really? In the United States. No shit. No, last time I saw him was over a decade. I ran into him at the airport in Sioux Falls. I'm going to look it up. Oh, well, you, I'm, I got a picture on my phone here. I've got to oh, look okay. up quick. Because I took a picture of this, and he is working at this, like, uh, excuse me, folks, while I look this up quick on my phone. He is working for Baker Donaldson. Hmm. I get this. This is one of their quotes. Helping the clients navigate inside the Beltway with connections across all the branches of government. Interesting. Yeah, and now saying they're not, this is all that you can go to this. It's uh, to their website. It's B A K E R D O N E L S O N, and they're a law firm. And then the other one thing is growing, growing emerging emerging companies in every southeastern state, which is really weird. Huh. Nationally ranked healthcare practice handling significant matter handling significant matters in all fifty states. Trusted by more than 40 of the top 100 financial service companies in the United States. Um, guiding clients with global opportunities more th- in more than 90 countries. Wow. Not, and I got this picture. Bad. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. He's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking damn good. No, man, that's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, they're one of the biggest lobbyist, lobbyist firms in right. North America. So, uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I know after he, he finally got voted out. Uh, finally. Yeah, finally. Uh, I'm not even going to go down that road, man. There were a lot of people in this state that got pissed at him. But, uh, yeah, he just kind of disappeared off the face he went of the map. Like, for the year after, they, like, locally they would still do, like, a news story. Like, oh, here's Tom hanging out at the golf course. And all of a sudden, like, poof, he was gone. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, boy, I, I was... Half-ass thinking, man, maybe he died and I didn't. No, he's seventy-three years old and working for these guys. He's like a public figure, right. public figure for him. Yep, he, he talks about him. The, the he goes around and says, "Hey, backroom deals. I guarantee yeah. that's what it oh, is. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, we're this. We're involved with this. You yeah, want this? He, he you got to do this. You know, what the, the minor, uh, the the minor of the house for a while. You definitely know some uh, backroom Back, deals if you're a career politician. It's no. just bread and butter for that, man. Like, I know I keep mentioning it, but I'd be more worried about... I'm not worried about politics, because politicians can be bought. Oh, because yeah, to get in the place go. of power that they're at, they're already corrupt as hell anyway. Right, right. I don't care if you're city, state, yeah. whatever. Now, like, like I've said with most politicians, I think a lot of them go into it with the idea that I'm going to change things. I'm going to make things better. But the first time but you once, go around and fuck a prostitute well, when your wife's not there, then you're fucked. Once you're inside the machine, it's hard to see how many parts of the machine are fucked up. Mm-hmm. It just becomes this is how things are done. Oh, okay. And you just become another cog in the machine. Yep. You know, I think that's just what happens. You oh, know, yeah. All their best intentions, most of them at some point are either going to get ousted out of there or they go right down the same road all the people that they were fighting against to go in against oh, yeah. then you got the nature like with the Bilderberger group too like they're everybody's promoting oh they're about the new world order right right and that's actually one of their tenets <laughs> sorry oh, yeah. they're they're all about one world government one yep. world banking system everybody f- walk down the straight and narrow no yep. left or right don't have to worry just walk straight from birth yep, to, worry, from we'll cradle to death and that's what they want. And that actually is in their guidelines. It yeah. actually states that in a roundabout way. Right. Yeah, it's not as black and white as we want total control. But it, it's heavily it's, implied. It's, it's, def- definitely, uh, it's definitely right there if you understand English. You yeah. Know? yeah, because it they've is. actually gotten, like when NAFTA came about, yep, when yep. Bill Clinton was in. They were at a supposedly the Bilderberger Group had a big hand in that. Oh yeah, yeah, they were definitely. They like streamlined it, like boom, done. Yep. Because that was money into their coffers. Well, you think about it; it it was a massive deal, and not all of it was bad. I'm not going to shit on all of it. Some of it was actually pretty good, but it came from idea 
two in place in a really, really short time. We can't even get, you know, streets fixed as fast as this <laughs> shit got put through yeah. from on paper to, which tells me it was already planned out. This was just the time they needed to push it. And they had the right guys, the right timing to go, oh, okay, this is what we're doing now and push it forward. Yep. And yeah, like you said, they streamlined it, shoot it through. Done. There's less people in there. They're going to argue with it. Because most those of them probably do, already own yeah, anyway. But those that do argue with it are going to get torn apart on a different level and be kicked out anyways, because that's just how it works. Yep. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of those things. Uh, I know New World Order stuff, and it does cover a lot of different groups that have their own idea of New World Order. But yeah, I think the most terrifying is that uh, absolute control. It's, it's not that tongue-in-cheek to have a picture of a hand grasping a globe and that is really their <laughs> ideal man you do what you're told now we'll tell you what you need we'll tell you what you want yeah you just do what we need and if you, you look do. at our media nowadays it's exactly oh. what we're talking about oh yeah absolutely the media tells you everything that you need yep. to know don't go read a book and oh, that's yeah. it our media is so bland but right now even even there's the actually more i actually watched like, a couple nights ago i'm just saying i watched the Big news, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like this. It's like a 20-second blurb. And all of a sudden, it's like two minutes of fucking commercials telling me I go need to go buy this type of food for yeah, my yeah. cat. Uh, most uh, of the national news, man, I avoid most of the time. I do, too. I catch it by accident because it's on. I watch local because most of the local stuff, they still are doing like, you know, the, the, this fucking group of kittens got stuck over in this park and we helped them you know those kind of stories i'm like man right and i get some local weather whatever yeah but yeah national news i just avoid like even our government itself a lot of the stuff that they're pushing through is very much in line with a new world order kind of thing Mm. it really is oh yeah uh people that are out there getting torn apart for being afraid of the government wearing the government's taking over i'm not on board with them but I fucking get it. You yeah. know, I, I can see that, too, where I'm like, it, I get it takes what a, It takes saying. a lot of common sense to deal yeah. with some of the stuff that is coming out about the New World Order. It's like Operation Jade Helm. Oh, my God. Did that. I'm like, I actually, I got sucked into that. I'm uh, like, oh, yeah, this would be awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah. I'm like doing my thing, you know, and all of a sudden, like, oh, it's just fucking nothing. Yeah, there's, there is nothing coming about of this. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I... I I, I, I always walk a real fine line when it comes to conspiracy stuff because it is it is exciting. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, God. It's made to grab your attention. Oh, Yo, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's clickbait, but yeah. in a older form, man. It really is. Because there any time, and I've seen it even in workplaces, any time you make something secret or even seem secret, in a very short amount of time, it blows up into something massive. Yep, and eventually because everyone's you, like talking. also at work too. I'll say if you make it secret, everything's plants starting down. Oh yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, we're closing our doors next week. No, it's not fucking happening. They've yeah. got a big customer coming in. They want the shit clean. Right now, it had one of my old jobs. They would the bosses. That's part of the reason I left. But the bosses would try to make everything secret of stuff they were doing. Oh, and it would really be like this minor stuff. But when you don't tell anybody that's working there for two weeks, they just hear, like, hushed little bits of things. It's Pretty irritating. soon, everybody starts talking, and it's blown up into this crazy bullshit of they're selling off half the stuff because they're going to make a profit, and these people are getting fired, and they're going to do... And no, all it was was, oh, yeah, we are buying some new stuff, but... We're buying a new red cream yeah, trying yeah, to figure no, out what we're gonna, where we're yeah, going to put it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you guys. And there again, I blame them, too, because it's like, if you just be a little more open about it, you wouldn't have had this blow up in your face like yeah. it did, you know. But uh, but that's really that's kind of. A, but I gotta go with like that. It's kind of a catch twenty two because oh, yeah. people don't look at like in certain thing. Oh, we're buying a ten ton overhead crane. What do we need that for? There's nothing back in this area because yeah. a lot of the time, them upper management people. I'll defend them on this. They actually are projecting stuff that's going to happen right. for the future, and they don't need to know. Sorry, some of the minions don't yeah. need to know about yeah, it. They don't. But they should like say, "Hey, we're just getting a crane." And leave it at that, say yeah. what we're doing, but not telling them yeah, why. We're, we're looking at, you know, possibly in the future we may need something this big. We might as well get it now. We've got the money. We've got the space. Let's do it now. Yep. All right. Most people. Because it'll like, probably okay, be cheaper cool. now than five years yeah. down the road. Yeah. You don't go into neither whole plans, but any decent business worth a shit is looking at least five years out. Yes. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. The, the, you have to be, otherwise you don't Welcome exist. to Business Talk with right. Marty and Rob now. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, you, you have to. They're, they're looking at, like, okay, down the future, this is going to be coming. We need to start getting this in place. And it's also easier to do it over time than to be like, okay, we have to shut everything down because we're building all this bullshit. You do little pieces at a time. But I, I, I get that, man. I mean, you don't need to tell everybody everything. But with That's the Bilderberger group, they need, we need to, there needs to be more what transparency. Transparency, that sort of something. Seen. That, that you're doing because when you're involving all these people from like heads of states or foreign right. dignitaries and everything that affects not just the co- people in that country but right. like the countries around them so on and so forth it spreads out like a spider web which they're trying to make which i think they have accomplished i think they're just yeah. they're just making they're doing the final keystrokes and that new world order thing to get it passed because if you look at the news i'm taking a lot of this news yeah. i watch a bunch of new not i used to watch it i listen occasionally yeah yeah, yeah. But they've been talking about all these countries that have, like, um, monthly, wow, oh, what the fuck is it? They're trying to pass. Where it's, like, income, monthly income. Oh, okay, yep. Basically, it's, like, a per diem or whatever. Yeah. And they're talking about, oh, these countries are so great that have it, and that they're doing so well. Oh, yeah. They're trying to force that. Yeah. Because they're like, just stay home. We'll pay you $1,000 to stay oh, home. yeah. I'm like, no, I'm gonna, I can go to work and make a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, that's no. that's what that's one of the things too with the Bilderberger Group and the New World Order, is they want everybody to stay home and stay in front of that goddamn boob tube. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's if you notice our country, I'll tell you right now, our country is highly divided between Republicans and Democrats. Yes. I'm not saying what I am. I don't care because all politics and me are just playing a bunch of ignorance. Right. Basically, politics nowadays. I know we're going to talk about politics. I saw we never Right, would. right, right. But, like, politics nowadays reminds me of high school cliques. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. It's like, are you with this popular clique or that popular clique? And none of them seem to get along. No. And, and they're and, just they're just trying to be – they're going to actually turn out to be the one person they can hang out in all those cliques. That's what they are. And oh, they, yeah. And they're going to start saying, hey, we're going to come into power and we're going to say this. Yeah. Go ahead and back this up with this. No, a- anymore – even just among regular people, the subject of politics has become so divisive mm-hmm. in this country. It's no one wants like, to talk about it. it it's, yeah, I, I almost refuse to with anybody anymore. I'll joke around with both sides. I have friends that are liberal <laughs> and friends that are conservative. I do. I, I got a story. I used to bartend for many, many oh, years. Yeah. <laughs> and the old saying goes, you don't talk about religion and politics in right. a bar. That is fucking true. Oh, yeah. Because oh, everybody, because yeah. it doesn't care. If you know these people that I've been, like, be regulars there, and we got talking about politics. Holy fuck, do people get heated quick? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, it's just, I'm just asking a question. I'm like, this is what I think. And it's like, oh, because that's the biggest thing. People have forgotten. Marty and me, we disagree occasionally because he thinks right. I'm weird and he's normal. But, mm. eh, eh, whatever. <laughs> but, but that's yeah. the problem. Everybody's forgot. You can have a discussion with people, yes. and you both can be right, and you both can be wrong at the same yeah. time. It's an exchange of ideas. And that, that's kind of the point I was getting at. It's long gone are the days where I could be conservative. I'm sorry, I took your thunder. No, man, you're good. But, yeah, you know, this guy could be ultra-liberal. We could go in and disagree with that, but then still go hang out and have drinks. Those days are gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you see it all the time of stories of people like, oh, that, my neighbor's ultra-conservative. I think they're the fucking devil. They shoveled my fucking sidewalk. <laughs> what do they want? It's just um, hell being, being decent. Nice, man. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't have that discussion anymore without it turning into something violent. And not always sudden, violent. It's just it's not violent. We're not like physical violence. No, but no, I'm like just, it's aggressive. Aggressive, yeah. Like verbal. Yeah. More, it's more verbal barrage it, back and forth. You can see people getting agitated. They'll start like shaking because they're just physically pissed off. And it's like this is just an idea, man. We're just having discussion, but that's almost impossible anymore. It no, because be like done. that, the forward thinking. It's like the old saying goes: you have Democrats and Republicans. Right. Both are the are the wings of a bird. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Because you got to be worried because if that bird doesn't have any wings, it's not going to fly anyway. So right. you got to have forward thinking on all this stuff. Yep. And it's just, I don't know. It's And there again, it brings in some of the derisiveness even in some of these conspiracy theories. Yeah, these groups are like at each other's throats. It's, it's really no different than when we've talked about other stuff in even cryptid groups mm-hmm. where they have, this is their thought. This is, and I'm right, everyone else is wrong, and they're the enemy because they don't agree with it. And you find the same thing even between science and religion. Yeah. 
there, there's a lot of that stuff. Like my wife is is not religious at all, but she went to college for a while at a Christian college, and one of their their classes was a theology class. And and she was sitting there doing some of the homework one night, and she's like, I just don't understand why they can't both agree that hey, parts of these are both right, and maybe they were the same thing. Just oh, yeah. and I said that you can't do that though. Because both of them are so right that uh, they will not admit that any part of what they think could be wrong or would be even remotely close to what these guys were thinking. Even though the common sense says, nah, maybe there is a God. And maybe he created evolution so that he doesn't have to keep tinkering every goddamn hundred years to make things right. Yeah, that's built good it point. In. Good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just and, and she's just like, I don't get that. I'm like, it's with everything anymore. There's people want to be right so much. That they will continue being wrong. See, but like, yeah, but with also with these Bilderberg groups, Rothschild, and all this stuff we're talking yeah. about, they all have an occult background. So they're kind of yes. they actually some of them actually, but they've been said to have like a god complex. A lot a of these bit. people, little, little, <laughs> a little bit, bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little tiny bit there. But I found it funny because that's that's kind of the route I went down. Because I'm like, right. all right, I'm looking at dates, and you know what was really funny? The first time in 1957, February 14th through the 17th. At the King and Prince Hotel in St. Simon's Island. I can't read my own writing. Basically, in America, that 1957 was the first time they had here at the King and oh, Prince Hotel. Yeah. You know what the really funny thing happened in the, on the 14th of February? Besides being Valentine's Day. Yeah. There was a supermoon. Oh, really? Yes. On the first inaugural time the Bilderberger Group ever came on here. And if you look down, it's a lot of moon stuff. It's like every like there's people out there who believe you can do certain spell casting during right. certain phases of the moon. Yep. And a lot of like it's interesting. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because you get a lot of time. It's usually like on a full moon. A lot of them like one, two, three. There's like six of them in, on a full moon where they've been here. Right. And there's like I'm not I'm not a I'm not a Wiccan, but right, I've been right. heard I've I've heard people talk about like if you do yeah. certain things on certain moon phases yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff that i think is deals with the occult and if anybody thinks i'm half crocked someone needs to remember where's my piece of paper god damn it there it is i didn't throw this one away you're not even first. throwing paper i know i'm not even throwing man. paper i don't know what's wrong with me tonight on june 6 everybody should know this date on june 6 1944 what happened oh. <laughs> the code name the what happened is this code name operation neptune during Operation Overlord. Basically, it was the invasion of Normandy yep. D-Day. D-Day. And the funny thing is, a lot of people tend to forget about this. Before this was done, the President of the United States consulted with astrology to make sure the stars were yeah. aligned to do this. Yeah. So if anybody says, oh, the moon has nothing to do with all these meetings, it does to these people. Because our own government did it before we did one of the biggest invasions ever during World War II. Oh, yeah. They consulted astrology charts. They talked to astrologists. Say, hey, is everything favorable to do this? And yep. we come out on top. Yeah. Oh, we've had multiple presidents that have. Ronald we, Reagan. No, Ronald Reagan is one of them. Nixon. I, I, I love Reagan, man. He was a fun guy. But he also went to a psychic quite often to go, hey, what about this stuff? Hey, was this a good time to do this? Should I buy stock in Jelly Belly? Yes, you should, because <laughs> you're eating them all the time. God bless him. Thank God he did. But yeah, no, we have multiple. I, I would imagine most of them through like the the early 1900s through the 20s, where spiritualism was kind of going huge in this country. I'm sure most of our, our politicians were at some point speaking to some you know spiritualist mm -hmm. on, hey, what should I should I pass this uh, prohibition thing? No, God, no! I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna outlaw alcohol. That should work out well. Oh yeah. Actually, it did because it created a NASCAR. It really did, man. It, it did. And a lot of people love a NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Another thing for the masses. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, absolutely. No, but, like, I, like I think... Like, I can't be mad, dude. How much how much shit do I do that's in the masses, though? I oh, mean, yeah. We all, we all do. 80s kids, we grew up in front of TVs, man. That's, oh, yeah. 
Our, our, we did. That's what we do. Because even our parents are here to say, if you sit in front of that thing, your brain's going to rot out. Right. I actually think it had the opposite effect, Mom. Right, right. <laughs> I know my mom's not listening, so, Mom, <laughs> it had the opposite effect. Your son's quite weird, and he's actually fairly intelligent. Do you know how many weird, weird thoughts I've had watching shows? Hell yeah, man. But yeah, it's also, it's like, these these groups in that are dealing with the occult, and they... It's like the topo. Basically, if they put enough thought into it and right. it, it works, they're going to use it. Yeah, they will keep using it. Yeah, and you know that it's like they're doing this. They're doing the occult stuff. I don't know if they're doing human sacrifices. Right, Another right. thing that's been accused There's, of happening yeah. during the Bilderberger group meetings. Yep. But it is what it is. No offense. Because right. I'm sorry, folks. We're just stuck in the rut it's like kind of we're SOL to get out of this I don't know does anybody have a good idea how to get out of this no I honestly as much as I hate to say it I I think when when we're at the I think by the time that the New World Order stuff kind of became mainstreamed I did a little more for people talking about it I think it was already too late Oh, yeah. Because NATO, because a lot of people are saying NATO is actually the New World Order, the army of the New World Order, which it can go into any country. Uh, Because Bilderberg's actually made a comment. There's like one comment that did come out. It says, people will be writing, people don't care about anything unless NATO was to show up in Los Los Angeles. Then there'd be rioting in the street. Because that's the funny thing about NATO. It can go anywhere. And it doesn't have to listen to the government of the country it's in. It's its own autonomous thing yeah and that is really scary and and nato is one of those things it's been around for a long time and it does relatively fly under the radar of most stuff i mean really when you're looking at stuff people look at like the united nations and oh the united nations has no power let's be real it has no no power no they they are a a figurehead that's put out there be like oh look we're talking about things but they really don't have any goddamn power at all NATO, you don't see a whole lot of stories of stuff on NATO. You know what I mean? There's occasionally, it's like, oh, NATO's employing these new fucking survey drones, you know, to look at stuff. Yeah, they're taking missiles. And nobody thinks anything of it, you know. NATO does fly under the radar. It does. Because actually, if you look at it, I did a little research on this. In some war-torn countries in Africa, if the leader has like a NATO helmet, it means you killed a NATO person. That actually is a sign of power. Wow. Yeah, because if you see like somebody wearing a blue NATO helmet yep. that's not in NATO, stay away from them. So, like, especially I think in this country, we are very insulated from very, a lot of the very rest, insulated. most of the world. Yes, uh, most of Europe, I would say, is sitting pretty good. So are we, but there are whole chunks of the world that are just in fucking tatters, and we don't really know about it because it's not really pushed. And you, you do see usually when you do see NATO troops somewhere. It is some backwards fucking country. Some third world war-torn country. Yeah, it's been, and, and they're, there's nothing that the people there were not against the people, but it's just yeah. the situation they're in. But that's oh, yeah. where NATO's at to try and calm yep. them down. Yep, to try to get things under control, if you will. Take that con- word control however you choose. <laughs> but when, when some group is, you know, fighting off the people that are stealing and killing your children and then bringing you food, you're probably going to go ahead and have their back. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You you really are. It's like a giant, what the what the Bilderbergers and Rothschilds are doing, it's like a giant game of Risk. Anybody yeah. who's played Risk, you always need Australia. That's right. You always take Australia. I always go Australia. I always start you, in Australia. Yep. You have to. Yep. But and you yeah, notice Australia's no. got one of the biggest lockdowns, and I think they're backing down and locked oh, down yeah, again. Yeah. I could be wrong. If you're from Australia and you're on, not on lockdown, you can email right. us and... But yeah, from what I've heard, it sounds like, yeah, they're cracking down hard on them again. Oh, yeah. Which is, I don't know. That is what it is, but. We say that a lot. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> what else can you do? Because we're like two guys in a basement right, in South Dakota. Right. And we're and just, we've I'm, had it pretty easy here as far as COVID lockdown stuff. Yeah. We haven't had to deal. As much as I was hoping and praying for a shutdown for like a good month and a half, because. I would have loved to stay at home for a month and a half instead of being go insane. essential. Oh, fuck no, man. I've got so many games and minis and shit. I've got plenty of time to keep me busy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it, it's just, like nope. I said, I, I think it's it's probably, we're already in probably the end games. Oh, yeah. To, to whatever they're, they're, they're at first and goal accomplish. is what they're at right yeah. now. To we're use we're a baseball so far term. behind. We're not even in the same game at this point. They've already switched to three different games from where we're at looking, going, oh, what are they going to do next? 
See, but that's, that's a lot of, type, lot of that. stuff that's brought up too. Is like we're all most people, like common day people, no offense. Right. We're looking at the short game with the oh, Bilderberg yeah. groups, Rothschild. They don't look at uh, five years. They're looking at like five hundred years from yeah, now. They're, they're looking they're generational. Looking, yeah. They look yeah. like all right, my kids. He's got this money, but what's his great great grandson going to have, and right. what can we give him? Right. They're more. They're definitely long game people. Oh God, yeah, yeah, and and. Even more than decades, you know, generational. Like, it's yeah, like yeah, generational. It's, yeah, it's so far beyond what most of us are even looking at. Even though there are a lot of us that are capable of looking at that, we don't think that way. Because well, a lot of people like place. I. A lot of people do look at generational, right? But we just don't have the means to make it happen. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yep. If you don't have the means, you can be, you can be a long game, long game thinker, generational thinker. But unless you have the backing and the financial means right. to make it happen, you can't make it happen. Right. You do what you can, which everybody out there nowadays is hopefully we go from not living from paycheck to paycheck. Yep. That's which is like ninety percent of the population is. Yeah. And it's like you got everybody tries to get away from that and you're like, Oh, I'm away from that. But it's hard to keep that going with the yep. next generation. Well, and there again, I think that's maybe one of the things that they've ingrained over years. If you keep the, the populace having to work all the time, that becomes like even me. Most of the time, I don't think too much farther than a week ahead. Not because, oh, I don't have the money. It's just like, I, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting through this week. I'm going to go do this stuff next week. Cool. And we're not, we're, we're left too tired in essence. Yeah. To try to be like, oh, we'll put this away. We're going to look ahead to here. We'll get this going. No, man, you, you keep most of the population in a, a nine-to-five, if you will, scrambling every week. Let them get a little more money so that they feel comfortable. And then you kick all the prices up so they're scrambling again. And yep. that's just a, a cycle that's been going for decade after decade after decade to the point. I mean, even no different than you now have multi-generationals that have grown up in the welfare system. That's just how they, they are. That's how life is because that's what they've known. Yeah, and they're more than happy to keep them in that because you just keep following along that same. It's, that's kind of what they're promoting, like the Bilderbergers. Yeah. They want that gravy train. You just basically you're the, you're the horse with the carrot in front of your nose. That's right. It. You'd always want that carrot, but you're not thinking about there's that cliff coming up and you got to oh, stop yeah. before you get the cl- carrot. They they keep you focused on getting that carrot that you don't even realize you are probably walking by an entire fucking field of carrots. Mm-hmm. And that's their carrots, so you just don't look at those. You just keep looking at this one here. Yep. Hey, we gave you an extra 50 cents an hour this year. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, yeah that super. That's, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll keep working. Yeah, I mean, that's... I know this is, it's all sounds depressing, but this is what they it, want. They, this, it, this is where they want you at, people. Is. you got to get out of this. They want you in this zone. Don't go to work. I'm not telling you not to go to work. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, telling don't you, just go to work, your pay your jobs, bills. Man. But I'm just saying, you got to look at, when you're at work, like where I work at, I can't hear shit. I got earplugs in. We're right. not allowed to have earbuds in that. So all my brain does is just think about it. I'm like, everybody's like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, you don't want to know. But <laughs> this fucking great sandwich. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, even if, like, even if you're at work, think about ways about how it's controlling you. And there's, right. there's a way you can get out of it. Always better yourself. And I'm yep. like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I, I think we're trying to find a happy, happy shine on this show. But I mean, it is kind of a depressing, depressing. It, it's very, uh, I don't want to say nihilistic, but it, it does drag us towards a more dystopian future where there is, there's not a lot of joy to be had. I, I look at it a lot of times like the old film Metropolis where mm. you have all the worker class and that's all they've known is they're busting their ass underneath while the city up in the clouds is reaping the benefits of that. And it's a very few minority. And that was the purpose of the film was to show, hey, working class, you need to rise for more. You know, you, mm-hmm. you deserve more than just being a cog under here so that these guys can live well. Because it's like them crazy people out there. All right, I'm going to say this, and I mean it in all goodness. If you're a Republican Democrat, please talk to each other. If you're a whatever, just talk to each other. But for God's sakes, them idiots out there that saying farmers are abusing the earth. Uh, Fucking cereal does uh, not grow in the fucking grocery store, you idiots. Right. 
There's but people you, out there saying, oh, what? this plant, we don't need this. I'm like, then what the fuck are you going to eat? Right. Come on. Right. Let's be honest. There's some people out there, yeah, that just think beef and that just shows up at the thing. Yep, yep. I'm like... Well, a lot, a lot of them, too, are like, oh, we want to go back to a, the, the simpler time, how nature should be. That's a violent when? time. <laughs> when? when? When was that? There was always things killing each other and eating other things. Yes. Yeah, you can go back to dinosaurs. They were killing each other, eating other things. That's just how it is. There, no. is, no there is no utopian s- time that, that we've missed out on. No. There isn't. It's It's nice to look back and be like, oh... That's cheery. Look at that. Before we had all this technology. Oh, yeah, and 70% of us were dead by the time you were 40 because we don't have Not even that. Most of us are dead by 20. Yeah. yeah, If you were 13, you're an adult. Is is that the utopia you're you're hoping to get back to? It's, it's, honestly, that whole line of thought is a whole nother show to me. Yeah. But it it is, it has become its own religion at this Mm -hmm. point. It really has. Oh, yeah. And, and they have bought into it hook, line, and sinker. The green stuff, everything. Uh, honestly don't get me wrong recycle when you can oh yeah and I'm not if you saying... can build your own garden build your own garden but don't be one of them people that say well how we should just go do this and i'm like yeah. cereal doesn't magically appear in the fucking grocery right. store right it's just not how that works oh why would you go kill that animal because you I'm go hungry. get your hamburger at the grocery store like everyone else <laughs> you do know what that is right have i got a product for you it's called soylent green you know <laughs> i just yeah some of them it's I'm sorry, even like the big corporations, if they honestly gave a shit, they would not be selling their green cleaning products in the same aisle as their same old stuff. They are milking both sides, and they're getting money from both And just exactly, I'll use one more example, then we'll just stop this this topic. The Impossible Burger. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Impossible Burger is a plant-based hamburger. That's supposed, I have never had one. I actually don't mind them. Okay. They're, they're actually not bad. But the byproducts from that are more than what yeah. you get from just having a regular hamburger from a yeah. slaughterhouse. Yeah. It's terrible, the byproducts they use to make that, all the chemicals that they got to ship off. and well, it's, just... it's, it's no different than, than all of the the energy and stuff we have to expend to make clean energy. <laughs> it's, it's just I- ironic that it's like, oh, we burned up three times more coal to make that clean energy So your Tesla you. can run better. Yeah, but, but you've got clean energy now. It just, it's its silliness. It's an oxymoron. Yeah, it, it is absolute silliness that there is no common sense or looking into the facts behind stuff. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Well, let's stop this surprising episode, and we'll come back next week and talk about the really weird shit that goes on with these guys. Right. So, there is some really out there stuff, and me and Marty got, at least I got a list. I'm pretty sure Marty's already right, started right. on the list. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Now, there's a lot of things, like I, like I think we touched on earlier, that intertwine with some of these. Mm-hmm. We're going with more of the to. faceted offshoots of the really weird right, parts right. of the group. Yeah, I, I'm going to hit all kinds of probably weird shit from <laughs> where these things spring up from. We thought moon and astrology was bad. We're going off the deep end, Right, folks. it'll probably be pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will have a little defense for the Rothschilds, too, actually. But Oh, them fighting words. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, have you got anything else for these wonderful folks, Marty? I don't, man. Just have a great week going forward, man. Oh, yeah. Well, you folks have a great night. And remember how the old saying goes, fuck normal. Fuck normal.